to Let's Extricate It. My name is Kate, if you haven't caught on, um, and this is the podcast where we talk about the places where we get stuck, leadership ideas and concepts, theories, practices, and, you know, this is just in hopes that we can piece all of this together and become excited about leading. And I think that if we are living with intention, we are leading. So that's the whole thing. That's what this is all about. So glad that you're here today. First and foremost, I just want to say I am now set up on my hosting site for this podcast where I have multiple ways that you can listen to the show. And um, as the episodes go by, I have more information on stats and data. And this is what's wild to me. Okay, I'm in California, born and raised, and I think most of my listeners are from California. I just wanted to take a moment and shout out to the people who are not in California listening. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we have a connection. I don't know if you just are taking a chance on this podcast and are listening. I have no idea who you are. I just know where you are, and I thank you for taking a moment to to chat with me and to listen. So what I'm seeing right now is Maryland. Hey, Maryland, what's up? Washington. There's two cities in Washington, actually. So to the people who are in Washington, hello. Hi. Uh, Michigan. I I don't know who you are, but uh, hey, what's up? Uh, Nevada. Nevada, Nevada. Let me know. Is that, how do you prefer? Is it Nevada, Nevada? I hear it both ways. I think I say Nevada most of the time. Anyway, Nevada, I see you. I see you. And Idaho, I think I know who you are in Idaho, but I'm not too sure. I'm not going to make an assumption. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say, hey, and what's up? And thank you for taking taking a chance on this California native. Um, I think it's so cool that I get to see where you are. I don't know who you are, but I know where you are. And I just, and I don't even know that I know where you are. I think it's just a general idea. It's not like specific, but I just wanted to say, hey, uh, so thanks. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope you're enjoying it so far. If you, if if there are corrections to be made, or if you want to reveal yourself, <laughs> um, you can find me on, let, you can find me at let's extricate it all one word, K-A-I-T. And I, you can find me there at that name on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So let's connect. Let me know your thoughts. Nevada, Nevada, maybe I'm looking at you. Help me out. I have no idea. Uh, Anyway, today, I don't really have something that's directly related to leadership, but I do think that if leaders start to acknowledge this and use this thing that I'm about to talk about, I think we would have better leaders. And this is a concept that we talked about briefly in one of my leadership classes, But I'm going to call this something else because I like to be cheeky. (laughs) Um, So firstly, in one of my classes, we talked about this idea of yes anding and how if we want to keep like a really good collaborative spirit and mood and flow, you yes and. And that builds more context, a richer story. Uh, It takes something really, really minuscule and turns it into something wildly creative. And it takes into account all people who are present. It it includes them. 
and it just, it's, it's a game changer for, you know, collaboration and creativity. I even think this is true and applicable to your relationships in that um, the way that we communicate can be different if we decide not to do this thing that I'm about to tell you. So once we learned about this concept, I then was like, whoa, how many times do I use this phrase? Then I started noticing it in like other people around me. Then I started noticing it in like higher up leaders, like just in society, in the world. And it, I was like, whoa, this is pervasive. It's everywhere. Wow. So I can hear you already like, just tell me what it is. Tell me. Um, this is what I'm going to call. And remember how earlier I said it's cheeky or I want to be cheeky. I'm calling this the butt clause. Okay. And no, 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 no. I'm not talking about voluptuous Santa. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. Although isn't Santa always voluptuous? Anyway, that's, that's not the point. (laughs) That's not the point right now. (laughs) So the butt clause. What really kind of inspired this was, so for a while I had just kind of been taking notice on how many times I use the word but in a sentence that is a negative like modifier. So what really inspired me was one day in our, in one of my group chats, my friend sent this like visual of, it was, uh, who's that guy? Um, oh my gosh, Gwen Stefani and uh, Blake Shelton. I guess they just got married or something. I'm not too sure. But it was a picture of them. And it was like, oh, no, no, like just got married something. And like one of like the tweets at the bottom said, congratulations. But I don't understand why this and that. And I really think that this and like, like all this stuff that then happened after it. And I thought, I first I first I laughed because it was a hilarious like, thing to look at. And then I took it a little bit deeper and was like, this is something that I think we need to make a better effort at changing. Because really, what was the point of that message? Was it to say congratulations? Or was it to insert your opinion in a really backdoor kind of manner, and then like present yourself? So And I I think I, like, said that in the group chat, like, whoa, this, you know, this thing, like, really kills the mood, and that's not really what you're trying to say, and whoa, this is crazy. And so it kind of inspired me to want to sit down and, like, talk about this concept, because it blew my mind, and you might love me, or you might hate me, because now you're going to hear every single time somebody says something like, oh, I love that, but mm, I really think, or... That's a good idea, but I think that you've missed the mark there. Or any kind of, you know, like, you get the idea. Any kind of use of the word but. The but clause. Because, you know, there's more coming after the but. You've negated the first part of what you said. You then have said but. And now you have this extra piece on its way to morph into something that you weren't really leading with that intention. From the first thing, you know, I hope you're following me. I hope this isn't this I hope that this isn't just some like crazy lady rambling right now. <laughs> um so I started notice I I noticed that thing and was like we got to talk about this. More people need to know about this. 
So I'm going to start the hashtag the butt clause. Whenever I post on any of my socials like Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, I'm going to put in the butt clause and I'm going to tell you the number. So I'm going to count how many times I have used the word butt, maybe in that day or in the week or whatever. And I'm going to try to keep myself accountable on bringing my butt clause to one because there's only one butt that I can claim for myself right now and it's my own butt. So I don't want to be contributing any of the butts except for my actual butt. Um, <laughs> so hashtag the butt clause. Let's do this. I have a feeling we're probably going to get some weird photos of Santa, but ooh, there it is. However, now that's just a fancy butt. <laughs> can anybody name that that reference? If you can, I will give you $5. Um, oh, now that's just a fancy butt. That's what I'm talking about that thing, let me know. Um, so the butt clause, like I said, it kills collaboration. It's really not your intention for that comment. So just don't say it. And if you feel weird saying that thing without your modifying piece, then maybe we don't have to say that con- that comment. Or maybe there's a more direct or more graceful or more like intentional and thoughtful way to make that statement and it's really something when you sit and you listen to a leader consistently just say yeah but mm, or mm, but any kind of but like it's it's something that I've just kind of started noticing more and more frequently the second I made this podcast I was like I really want to talk about that because I want to do the butt clause. <laughs> I want to do hashtag the butt clause. So maybe join me if you'd like. I'd love some friends in the process. If it's daily or if it's weekly or anything related to the butt clause, let me know. I want to see it and I will start posting and doing things of that kind on my socials. And I would love to see this whole new thing come about with the butt clause and really I just, I like butts, okay? (laughs) You know what kind of butt I love the most? A corgi butt. Oh, they're so cute. They're the best. Anyway, anyway. So the next time you say butt, notice it. Give yourself some grace. But maybe assess what what the root was there. What What was the guiding force? Was it to be helpful? Was it to be kind? Or was it to be a know-it-all or holier than thou or you know any anything other than something positive I think I think that's a great place to start when it comes to just kind of revitalizing any aspect of us relationally so let's get to counting those booties shall we I feel like this is going to be exciting and I feel like this is something we can ride through to Christmas And even through to the new year, because I think we're always going to use the word but. I just, I'm really excited to see where this can go. I think this has potential, and I think it's fun, and I think it's hilarious, and I think we need to learn how to have a little bit more fun and be a little bit more relaxed and just be able to laugh at life because things are heavy. So we have to try to bring the lightness to it and bring the balance. Thank you so much for listening again. I'm excited to see your butts and I will catch you in the next one.